And we're back. Last week we talked about the wonderful metagamer. They're wonderful, right, Mystic Peace? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're they're kind of a different breed of wonderful parentheses. Um... Quotations. <laughs> well, Explanation point. It did lead us to our topic for today, um, which sounds odd, but I'm going to call it a subset of metagamers and, and, and say min-maxers. I'm calling them subsets of metagamers. <laughs> a different species. A different species of metagamers. Because if you think about it, if you're min-maxing something, then you're fully well-versed in the mechanics. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you're so well-versed in the mechanics, it might as well be metagaming, right? Yes and no. Honestly, <laughs> I, I almost feel like Okay, like, if, okay, I think we're, we're gonna, I want to start this off by identifying the difference between a glass cannon and a mid-maxer, because they're two different things. There's still a fine line you know, there. There's still a broad line, you know, they can, they can cross over. A, and I'm not even sure, this is probably all audio, but for the people that are just listening, I want you to imagine, you know, just, you know, put a hand in front of your face, you know, not, probably not in front of somebody else, because they're probably going to slam your own hand in your face. But if you imagine each finger, including your thumb, we'll just say in this scenario, your thumb is a finger. Each, each one of these is a stat, Okay. A glass cannon, in my opinion, is somebody who sinks all of their fucking points into one stat. Alright? <laughs> a lot of the times, it's pretty much just, you know, attack and absolutely no defense to the point where they can one-shot shit, but if they get hit, they die. That's, you know, what a glass cannon is. Their win-maxer <laughs> is somebody who has a in-depth understanding of the mechanics of a particular game. And basically, they try to create a character that essentially is not only strong, but also kind of breaks the game in the sense of um, they can do anything and everything that they would ever want or need to do at level one. And, oh, so the the, the, the meta <laughs> glass cannons. Like, <laughs> it's really... It, it's really not... Okay, it would be like... Bringing this back to Pokemon. It would be like getting the best possible IV-trained Pikachu automatically without any kind of like training or history or background just starting out with maybe a level like a level 99 pikachu and stuff like that so min maxing is another in my opinion is another headache it's, it's another migraine um 
that happens a lot in RPGs, it happens a lot in video games, and it happens a lot in... I mean, if you're not careful, sometimes it even happens in board games. And it's not really a, um, I don't want to call it as bad as metagaming, but to me, it's still, it's still pretty up there. Because this is, this is what happens, this is what happens, we'll, we'll take Dungeons and Dragons, we'll talk about Dungeons and Dragons, especially, um, like 5th edition, and sometimes even 4th edition. I won't go too much into 3rd because I don't, I actually haven't played third, um, but you get basically a bunch of of players, like a hefty amount of players, that will want to multi-class at level one, and that's fine. If you want to multi-class, I'm not bashing multi-classing. Multi-classing is fun. If you want to play you know, a ranger samurai, or you want to play, like, you know, a, a, a sorcerer that's also a fighter, that's cool, and stuff like that, but you get, you get these people that literally want to play a bard, rogue, fighter, ranger, sorcerer, warlock, and that's <laughs> just doing... At level one and stuff like that. At level fucking one. If you're doing a one party adventure, that might work if you're doing a one party adventure, right? But it's not really gonna make the other like unless your entire party is min maxing. Unless your entire party is min maxing at level one and doing the exact same thing that you're doing, then that's really I feel like that's literally taking the the spotlight away from every other player that would ever be in the game and literally just shining it on you. You know, because I, I feel like I, I, I wouldn't, you did nothing. I wouldn't think those people are min-maxers. Because min-maxers would know what to improve. They wouldn't want to improve everything. I think you're thinking about that person that wants to be the all-rounder. <laughs> and all okay, so an all arounder isn't really as popular, but for me, a mid maxer is somebody who tries to get the best possible stats at the beginning of a game. That is what I interpret a mid maxer to be. Well, okay, I mean, we'll we'll take the time frame of at the beginning of the game because even with D and D multi classing. You can only, you don't, you know, to get a level in a class, you, you have to get the experience for your next level. So there, there's still a timeline. But. <laughs> not for cantrips, buddy. Not for cantrips. Well, no, I mean, because there's still some that you're not going to be able to do, say, like the wizardry cantrips until you're a wizard. And you can't get a wizard if you're already a bard. Well, I, actually, I think that's... But I'm, I'm saying if you're multi-classing into, like, four or five different classes... It's going to take you four get or those five. Automatic, you get those automatic proficiencies. Yeah, there but, are actually tutorials. No, I'm saying, yes, you'll get those automatics, but that's still going to take your character four levels. 
because no, it, because no. it's still automatic. No, no. What I'm saying is, okay, so if you start a D and D campaign as a level one character, that's only one class. <laughs> Before you can even get a second okay. class, you have to be level two. And that that is... okay, that's true, but you you're still going to get all of the proficiencies associated with those four classes. But I'm just saying that that's why there's a timeline because you're unless your GM is going to say, "Hey, we're going to play a level ten character, a level ten character." If you're setting mm -hmm. up for a level ten character campaign, yeah, that level ten character can have like ten different classes <laughs> because you have ten you levels. You can. It don't make it a good idea. <laughs> no, but that's the thing is min maxers. The way the reason they're different than glass cannons, and I will agree with you on that, is that min maxers. The reason they're min-maxers is because they know the bare minimum they would need. So for like somebody like me, before I level up my strength, I might level up my HP because I want to actually survive a hit before I make a hit. <laughs> mm -hmm. So there, there, there's minimums that a min-maxer is going to be aware of, and they'll get to those minimums and then max out. What I think makes a min-maxer strive is their ability to uh, get what they want when they want. Because even a meta, which is similar to a metagame, a metagamer is going to try to go, you know, oh, we're going to win by doing it this way, and it's a very linear path. With a min-maxer, I think they're a little bit more flexible in the sense that, okay, so we've got a xenophobe. Let me, you know, become a xenophile to, you know, offset the xenophobe <laughs> penalty. Is this, your saying, is this your way of saying a mid-maxer just skull fucks the mechanics? And that's the thing, is because <laughs> a metagamer may not even be looking at game mechanics as well, I mean, both of them would be looking at mechanics equally, I think. Because a metagamer will know what mechanic has the highest probability of success, which is why we hate them. Whereas a mid-maxer will... Mm -hmm take their current situation and say, okay, I need battleships. To get battleships, I need this tech, this tech, and this tech. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we'll only get those three techs to get to battleships. So they're only spending the amount of research needed to get the research they want. True, true. I don't know. I think me and you, subt at least subtly, have different definitions of what a man-maxer is. Because so, so to me, if you're if you're comparing it to Stellaris, to me, it would be a mid-maxer would be somebody who's trying to get somebody who is trying to get over four hundred naval capacity and battleships by the time early game, but before early game passes. Okay, so yeah, they would be focusing like, on all the naval cap increases, which is screwing over yeah. their society. And, you know, and they would only get the text needed to get, you know, the ships they want. Mm -hmm. So, uh, according to your dictionary, <laughs> I swear to God, some of these yep. website names, a player who attempts to create an optimized character by minimizing unfavorable traits and maximizing favorable ones, typically by improving a single trait 
or ability to the exclusion of others. So your glass cannon is a form of min-maxing. They just do it badly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because they, yeah, oh, they man. excluded their health. <laughs> Whereas yep. I think a good min-maxer would be able to take a few hits, still be very strong, but compared to a metagamer who knows that they need to counteract your shields with, you know, kinetic weapons. So, you know, a min-maxer is aware that their shields are their weak point and would offset kinetic weapons and missiles and things like that with point defense and hangers. Mm -hmm. uh, so they might have that to cover that. So they would... A min-maxer would have the defense. A metagamer, I don't think, would care as much as about defense. Like, a metagamer is going to be like, you know, if I win, you won't. And so they don't care about defense as much. Well, a metagamer, in my opinion, doesn't really care all that much about stats unless it, they know it's going to optimize their gameplay. They're, I think they're more focused on, like, the way to win. Right, so you know? which stats are going to win versus a min-maxer who's going to be like, what sta uh, stats do I need or want? And then the glass cannon, mm -hmm. who's just like, hey, I can hurt you, but I'm dead. <laughs> and, and, and this is why I think... And see, I th feel like... Go ahead. And that's why I think a min-maxer's a subset of metagamers, because they both have to have equal knowledge about the mechanics to some degree. And you see, I feel like... You know, gradually, as we talk about this more and more, you know, we approach that fine line of um, what separates, you know, a metagamer from a mid-maxer to just a regular, you know, a regular player and stuff and, like and that. that's and why the gets, topics rolled over. When you start over. thinking about it, it gets really, really thin. It gets remarkably thin, that line, to the point where it gets really... This is why I don't think, I don't think me and you, at least on on public streams, I don't think me and you have ever accused anyone of being a mid maxer or being a, a metagamer, even if they were. Normally, <laughs> because I mean, it's you're right. We never flat out say it, but we also said during like the metagamer concept is we're not going to rub it in someone's face. We will win just to prove them that they didn't find the way to win. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we'll beat them without verbally abusing them. Um, and, and that line, I agree, is very thin. Could mm -hmm. we say, in theory, that it's the mindset? Yeah, it, it definitely is a mindset. It definitely is a mindset. Because metagamers are those arrogant guys that think the only way to win is the way they're doing it. Whereas a min-maxer yeah. might have a friendlier tone and will be like, yeah, I know what I need to do, but can I do it? Well, not only that, I feel like a mid-maxer would know, like, I don't want to exaggerate, but I feel like a mid-maxer would know and understand five different ways to win a game um, but they're all ridiculous. 
But see, that's the difference. But they're the all min- ridiculous ways to win. But and so. that's the thing. That's that. I think that's why it's yeah. a different mindset because min maxers yeah. will win a, a different way depending on their situation. Because you know, maybe I don't get a thirty science, you know, precursor in Stellaris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe I just get the Ring World, and in which case, then I could colonize and keep myself small. Or with the mm-hmm. science precursor, I will have Titans before you. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. I don't know. I I do think it is mindset because I I know players in in both D and D and in other games that mid match and. They're totally cool. They're they're not toxic. They're not jackasses or anything like that. But then you get, you know, the kind of mid-maxer that turns it into an ego trip that basically, you know, like you get into this group RPG or whatever, you get into these groups, and the person that happens to be mid-maxing um, pretty much just likes to draw a lot of attention to his character and this goes, oh, my character is so much better, without actually saying it. They'll never say, oh, my character is so much better than yours, but they'll pretty much, like, I guess put this atmosphere out that, like, their character is obviously the leader because their character knows more stuff than your character um <laughs> I think it's the min maxer. It I, I think it's the What's min up? I think it's the min maxer that would prove metagamers wrong. Hell yes. Hell yes. Hands Just, down. Metagamers Hands down. will be like, win my way only. And maybe you'll have two or three of them saying, Win my way only. And there'll actually be two different ways to win. Okay. And then mid maxer will be like, here's the, the third head. way. <laughs> <laughs> I think me and you hit it on the head because I think me and you are in agreement that a metagamer finds one or two equations to beat a game, a challenge, or an obstacle, whereas a metagamer will basically take the entire game and basically just keep pulling out multiple equations to solve the same problem, obstacle, or achievement. And stuff like that. It, it's there's a very very fine line between what a mid maxer is and what a strategist is because they're almost two of the same thing. They're 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 literally just taking a game challenge or an obstacle and they're literally just putting it all out on metaphorical paper, and then just yeah, they're still turning it into a math equation. They're just turning it into several math equations. That all have the same fucking answer. And, and that's why min-maxers aren't a bad like, thing. Because min-maxers, yes, they're going to be better than just a casual player. You know, a casual player typically is going to, you know, I, well, okay, I won't say casual player. Uh, I'll probably go, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say newcomer because that probably fits a line. A newcomer uh, will, you know, just you know, try to do something, whereas the min-maxer is fully aware of how to adjust to a situation. Whereas a casual player, 
yes, they can adjust, but really they're just flying by the seat of their pants, just like a newcomer would. You know, they'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, this happened? I'll do that. You know? <laughs> and, and a casual player will be like, well, I know what that does, but I'm going to do it anyway. Even though it might be yep. a bad thing. Yep. Because I've done that. Like, I, we've played Stellaris eight, nine, ten times. I, I haven't counted my playlist on YouTube. But <laughs> with how many times we played it, I am very familiar with which events come up and what my common event choice is. Like, I'll almost always choose several of the same events. I will say, mm-hmm. with uh, my current race, the Kresk, I've intentionally chose other ones because they fit for roleplay. That's why I consider myself a casual. Because I know very well choosing the hostile first contact would have caused some sort of negative opinion on AI. And unlike Mystic Beast, who tries to bribe the AI with wonderful gifts, (laughs) I... Intentionally no, gave way. myself that penalty because it fit with my role play. So, you know, choosing options for that reason is what makes me a casual player. Whereas, like a min-maxer, they will probably choose the more beneficial options more frequently because that's what. Oh, oh. A mid-maxer, a mid-maxer will literally contradict their own ethics just to get the optimal stats. <laughs> yes. Whereas yeah. a metagamer, if it's like, an event that gets them the win, then yes. If it's not, they'll probably say no. <laughs> oh, man. How many egalitarians do you know that were war that became fucking war criminals? I don't know how many, how many notorious factions eventually became pacifist by the late game. Oh man, that's <laughs> funny as shit. It's just like we I were remember friends. That game. We were <laughs> I friends. Remember that game. Oh man, I remember. Wasn't that the Piscean Principality? Just <laughs> like pacifist, pacifist, pacifist. <laughs> Oh man! Shifting ethics to pacifism. I'm just like, I literally was about to invite you to my federation, because you know, you're a militarist. Now you're a pacifist, so you suddenly don't like me. Wow. Yep. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that was funny as shit. But that's exactly what Wait, I, 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 I. You're yeah, right. I, I think, think we hit it. Go ahead. But yeah, you're right. That's exactly what a min-maxer would do. They would intentionally change their ethics. <laughs> a metagamer would already right. have those ethics chosen at the beginning of the game. <laughs> I think another difference is, you know, if I bring it to Mortal Kombat and stuff like that, a metagamer is going to know and understand that a noob cybot or a scorpion is going to be an A-tier fighter and is going to be optimal for competing in Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat Online. A mid-maxer is not only going to understand that, but they're going to understand the fucking frame rates. See each and every single one of, war, uh, of Scorpions and Noob Cybot's moves. They're going to understand which kick is faster. They're going to understand which kick has more fucking frame rates. 
and they're going to understand which kick is literally going to hit you before any other fucking move in any other character's arsenal. You know why? Because they literally wrote down on a fucking piece of paper, or they literally made a file and literally mapped all of that shit out to the point where they pretty much know what moves are going to hit first. A metagamer, I don't, I don't really see a lot of metagamers do that. Yeah, you know? it's their way or no way, you know? Like you said, they'll choose <laughs> the one person, whereas the, the min-maxer probably has a rotation. Like, I'll bring Super Smash Brothers into this, because I guarantee you invincibility frames exist in that game, too. <laughs> Dude, that game is almost harder than Mortal Kombat, okay? But with, with Super <laughs> Smash really Brothers... Is. I know, well, I know you and you know me. We have three different characters that we rotate between. Oh, both of us. And we rotate them constantly. Mm-hmm. Does that make us a min-maxer, a metagamer, or just a casual? <laughs> Honestly, I think it makes us a casual because we're literally picking players. Okay, let me put it, actually, let me put it this way. I don't think we know enough to be mid-maxers, at least for... I'm speaking... Actually, you know what? I'm not speaking for Santa. I'm speaking for myself. I play Smash Ultimate by feeling and not by, like, stat information. So, like, I don't know the frame rate to Link's, uh, to Link's attacks or anything. I don't know the frame rates to Diddy Kong's uh, gun um, or jetpack. I don't know... Um, yeah, but do you really have to know the frame rates to be a min-maxer? You basically have to know a, a pretty good... As, I feel like if you're a mid-maxer, whatever game you're playing, I feel like you do have to under, have to have a good understanding of the mechanics. I would have, dude. Compared to me and you, you're definitely the big maxer. <laughs> compared to me and you, if you compare me and you, you're definitely the mid maxer because you understand Samus like he like they're a fucking love language to you. All right, <laughs> I cannot fucking get near you. There, you got something for everything. If I literally jump above you, you literally fucking laser me. If I literally go close quarters with you, you literally jump and drop bombs on my fucking. If I literally just try to fucking throw you, you counter throw me off the fucking map and then laser me. So it's. <laughs> and for me, I just learn everything. And I actually can't even accuse you of being a bid-maxer, because maybe you learned Samus the same way... Maybe you learned Samus the same way I'm going to learn uh, Link and uh, Diddy Kong. And it's funny, because... Like, like, I don't consider myself a metagamer, because I can flat out tell you right now... I don't care about frame rates. I really don't. I, I, I don't get into the technical stuff. I get I like I'll understand I'll say I'll understand base mechanics. Like mm-hmm. I, I've heard Killer Wolf say this and I've heard you say this a couple of times. But yes, I smash attack a lot. I, I do. 
I smash attack a lot, and a lot of times you guys still haven't figured out the best way to smash attack. You're just like, well, how did you throw me across the room? And I'm just like, well, I just took Kazooie and smacked you. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what his smash attack is. But That fucking bird, man. <laughs> that fucking bird. With Samus, it, you know, it charges up his elbow and hits you that way. You know, the gun is just a standard special, but the point is, is I understand base mechanics, and so I'll even go so far as to say surface mechanics, because surface mechanics are mm-hmm. visible information in the game. Like I'm not getting into the technical mechanics or the back end stuff, where you know some modders and other meta gamers have already tore open up the coding files and said. According to the code, this has a 90% chance of hitting, so that's the way I'm going to go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So for me, I consider myself surface mechanics, which still could be considered min-maxing because knowing the surface mechanics, I know when to build a city district. I know when to build a building. I know when to... Reset all my pops because you know my necroids are not growing. <laughs> we wouldn't consider you. Well, I mean, at least not in most of the games that you play. Now, I can accuse you. I feel like I can accuse you of being a mid maxer when you play management games, but not like fighting games. I've never known you to be a mid maxer in like fighting games. Um, I've never known you to be, and to me, I honestly think in order for somebody to be a mid-maxer, like, to be called that, I think they need to just have a very, very high understanding of a game's mechanics. Not just the, like, not just surface-level mechanics, you know? So, I feel like in any game, any management style game that you play, um, at least in my observation, you normally watch, like, a lot of people play something before you buy it in terms of, um, like, I've never known you to go into a management style game cold without understanding anything about it. Okay, I mean, I'll give you that, but that... That's like, still surface mechanics. Watching somebody else play is still showing what's on the surface, isn't it? I'm not watching somebody... That depends. Who, actually, it depends on who you watch. Really. Well, no, because I'm not going to sit here and watch somebody who's tearing open a notepad saying, see in this code, this is why it works. I know so many fucking Mortal Kombat players <laughs> that do that. You want to use this character because he has a frame rate of 17, and then this, his, his punch down up, his punch down up attack literally has a, a negative 6, so it's way slower than the 7, you know, it just gets to a point where it's a fucking math equation. But, um... Mid-maxing in terms of, I mean, even character creation is mainly what I was trying to yeah, get I mean, on. I think, I think was... that's the core of mid-maxing, is those creative creation 
skill leveling up anything with a leveling up system is where you'll mm-hmm. see a min maxer the most um Stellaris, you level up your planets you you know things like that and get your resources up so there's still a little bit of min maxing there mm-hmm. but i think the core of what we are thinking about is you know the, the stats as you mentioned you know a min maxer is going to be fully aware of what each of those stats will do for their character and which stats they want whereas a glass cannon mm-hmm is going to only care about a single... Okay. This is why I say Glass Cannon and Min-Maxers are pretty close, because a Glass Cannon is only going to care about that one stat. That's why they're a Glass Cannon. <laughs> I, wouldn't even, I would even go as far as saying not even just stats, but I know so many Mid-Maxers that just want to stack abilities on top of abilities on top of abilities to the point where they're just chaining shit together. You know, and it's not something that... So let me put it this way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I give... I cut mid-maxers a little bit more slack than I do metagamers. Because metagamers pretty much just believe, okay, I saw this on the internet. This is the one way to do it. This is the only way to do it. Whereas mid-maxers will, yes, they will still turn the whole fucking thing into a fucking math equation. But they are going to break down the mechanics, and they're going to, either have you understand or they're going to make themselves understand every single intricacy about a uh, a certain game or the character that they're creating and they're going to understand how certain things connect together to do what they want to do. The only time I really get upset with mid-maxers is when they they use that general understanding of of higher mechanics and how everything stacks together as a way of saying I'm better than you to other players specifically metagamers and stuff like that when they when they're very arrogant about it and very shitty about it is when um is when I don't I don't necessarily like uh playing with those kinds of people those mean the mid-maxers or guess, the metagamers? I guess to put it bluntly, I guess to put it bluntly, like, I'm not going to throw math out there, but to put it bluntly, like, I'm more forgiving to your average everyday mid-maxer than I am somebody who just tries to tell me there's only one way to win a game. Yeah. You know? And, and, and I think that's why. Yeah. I think that's why. Mm-hmm. I... I, I introduced this off recording but i used the phrase our lord and savior the min maxer <laughs> because they're oh, yeah. they're going to to shove it in a metagamer's face and then they're also going to try to understand why you're doing something different you know maybe they misunderstood something or maybe they found yet another way to win um and and so they they can be someone that you can get along with um, and so, yes, let's praise our Lord and Savior, the Min-Maxer, Mystic Beast. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Well, because there are good, there are good mid-maxers, and then there are, like I said, the very, very shitty ones. The ones that, well, I mean, they're like, oh, I, I figured this out. Well, I'm I, better I, than you, obviously. Like, well, I feel like those are the ones that like, are about to become metagamers. I think the ones yeah, that are, <laughs> are, are that arrogant to be like, oh, look, you know. These three ways win, and then they become a metagamer because they realize of those three ways, they chose one. About the kind of metagamer, the kind of metagamer that throws a fit because you found a way to beat them. And, and then you know, then that metagamer, like, and then they become a metagamer because they found one option, and and then it's like, well, I've been playing all these options. This is the one that wins the most for me. And it's just like, okay, but that's not the only yeah. way to win or play. And and then, yeah. yeah, those then start teaching the other metagamers, and all of a sudden the meta changed. Oh, wait, was that because of a balance update? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that's probably why balance updates exist. Yep, to, to fight the metagamers, yeah. Oh no, they found out this is coded this way. Jesus. So with that said, um, our, our lord and savior, the min-maxer, uh, has a better attitude than the metagamer. And that is how we continue the discussion of our metagamer from last week, everyone. <laughs>